I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeBreeze, and as always with me is Rob Langevin. And we have some other guests, the guys from the AI Fantasy Football Show, Zach and Nick. How's it going, fellas? Going on, Kevin? It's good, it's good bro. Not too bad. Yeah, well... Uh, Happy to be here. Oh, very nice having you guys so that we can immediately rub in our incredible success in our 65 million pound challenge. Now, as people know, it could have just been two weeks. We would have only won by four points. Instead... We stay in it another two weeks. Ends up being 164 to 135. How would you defend yourselves? Um, I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> as far as I know, the competition ended after two weeks. So whatever Kev's saying is completely untrue. Don't listen to him. And we didn't transfer <laughs> off Lahar. And we won. <laughs> huh. uh, one of the more uh, dangerous moves on your part was not getting rid of Barkley. Uh, the third week of the competition where he did not play. Uh, yeah, if- but he was playing Aston Villa the week after. So we thought we'd just take the risk. We'd keep him in and get a zero. Mm. And then he might just smash it against Villa. And then it'd be all worth it. And then they scored lots of goals against Villa. It just wasn't him. Yeah. Yep. Fair so enough. Know. All right. So uh, for you guys, who was your uh, man of the matchup, I suppose? Fucking nobody. I mean, Cresswell got you 30 points the last two weeks. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's because he was triple captain, I would assume. Yeah, Cresswell was that guy. Like, I think, I think he gave Hulahan? him the triple captain. <laughs> oh, where's Hulahan? Shit. Um, you can't predict FPL. Um, nah, Cresswell was our main guy. Sorry, don't we both have fantasy shows captain. about predicting FPL? Yeah, but there is there's a science to it. No, there is. Sorry, that's the wrong thing. There is no science to it. Aguero... Is the main the main culprit? The guy did nothing all season for like the first third of the season. I took him out my team and he scored five the next week. That is complete bullshit, and I always bring that up. <laughs> you just can't predict it. You can do your best, like for example, let, let's take game week thirty, that like this uh, Saturday's fixtures. Like if you were if you were clever at FPL, you've built towards this game week and you've True. you've got minimal you know changes uh, with the shots and fixture list, so. You can do some things, but other things you can't do. Mm. Still, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from you. Kudos for winning. Well done, guys. Yeah, that's what we wanted to hear. Uh, our man of the match, probably Rob, for picking uh, two of our best additions. It's totally me. In uh, Mikhail Antonio. And probably Arnautovic late on. Got us 15 points a second to last week. Tell us, Rob, what was the inspiration behind those selections? Well, I, I just I just want to first, uh, first start off and say I want to thank God. Um, because without him, I wouldn't be here, and uh, we wouldn't have whooped that monkey ass. Looking forward uh, to playing for whatever team just selected me. Yeah, this is just, that draft. I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just proud to be part of the team, part of this organization. He, I'm ready to get I, to work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm looking to make a con- uh, willing contribution to the team, and I uh, hope everything goes well. Yeah, I, I like it. Whenever I used to dream about getting drafted, I also looked forward to saying exactly those things. Uh, in that order. Uh, also my family, also my girlfriend for staying behind me through all the tough times. Um, <laughs> all that fun stuff. But anyway. My, my, my girlfriend, my baby mama, my other baby mama, my other <laughs> baby mama. That's Antonio Cromartie's. My baby mama, my other baby mama. <laughs> Looking at you, Cromartie. Um, but uh, we digress. Um, all right. So uh, we kind of don't have loads of start uh, of uh, sorry of price changes to go through. There have been many, but most likely you just used all your free transfers just to get to a workable team this week. Unless you've been listening to our advice for like a month, in which case, big ups on listening to this four times in a row. Um, but yeah, for starts, 
Uh, still not starts for price changes. Um, Marco Arnautovic, Harry Kane, Yaya Toure, Virgil van Dijk, Siggy, and Huth all go up. My favorite one, Hector Bellerin, goes up by over 50,000 in a week when he's not playing. Rob, any of these particularly resonate with you? Uh, well, the funny thing is I was all over Bellerin's jock before the game, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe Arsenal will lose and I'll get lucky and I can bring him in and actually use him because his schedule throughout the rest of the year is pretty pretty nice for a defender, especially someone of Bellerin's capabilities. Um, but, yeah, there's nobody that's really jumping him out to me. You know, it, It's funny that there's there's a couple guys that aren't even playing this week that that went up, and that's just stupid because people were making transfers like crazy, bringing in people that aren't playing this week, like Michael Antonio and... Yeah, fun stat uh, for you on that. Over 150,000 owners have brought in Arsenal, Liverpool, Everton, and West Ham players this week. Yeah, that's just this stupid week, and going foolish. Going into a week where they don't play. Yeah, I mean, Lukaku has been brought in 17,000 times. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, Way guys. To go high-five yourself. <laughs> uh, any of those other ones take interest for you? For me, Yaya Toure, I'm just not buying in. You know you know, from the ranking summit, I bought in hard on Yaya Toure. And Bafetimigo Mace, which we super won't talk about. But I bought yeah. in hard on Toure, and just the consistency isn't there for you every week. Is he going to score the odd goal? Yes. And he did it against Villa, who are dreadful in defense. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm not really projecting that to further <clears throat> success. Great success. Wow, wow, wee wow. Zach, anybody in that list you're interested in bringing in? Anybody you already have? Um, I don't think I have any. I don't think I actually have any of them. Um, Virgil van Dijk is one that you, um, you know, you could look at. Um, I, I haven't actually had him. I don't think at any point during the season, but I've always been tempted to bring him in simply because, um, you know, he, he just with his height and his physicality, he always seems to pop up every couple of weeks with a goal. And um, I don't think Southampton had a little bit of good form um, after Christmas. Um, they got themselves into the, into sort of into the Europa League mix um, of late. So they've had a couple of clean sheets, I believe. Um, yeah, I think I, 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 I agree with you on Yaya Torre. I'd never, I, I just wouldn't bring him in. Um, I had him at the start of last season and he was poor. Um, the season before that, he was an absolute machine for me. He's, you know, when he scored, did he score 20 goals or something? Um, in all competitions, um, yeah. when City won the league um, by two points, so yeah, that, he I was think good he in was that like season. The fourth highest scoring player that year. Yeah, he, he was an absolute machine, and obviously, with, if you can get a player like that from midfield scoring goals, it's huge. Um, but since then, he, I think he's been playing a little bit deeper, um, you know, alongside Fernando or Fernandinho. So he's not re- for me, not really worth bringing in. If I was going to have any City player, it'd be it'd just be Aguero, to be honest. So just in case he goes nuclear one week. Which he may well do this week. Um, also, I really like David Silva to a, to a flaw. I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong on how much I love him. Yeah, um, I, I, I think Silva looks shinier this week because the options are so limited, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might bring him in because I, I still need to take out Coutinho and Firmino um, because obviously Liverpool aren't playing this week. So, um, David Silva is definitely one I'm looking at for a, a midfield slot. Yeah. Uh, then, in terms of players going down, uh, Rob, our guy, we talked about him last week already, trending down. Our beloved CBJ. He had a few weeks to cement that spot, didn't do it because of injury. He's dropping. So is Odia Nagalo, another guy that you touted early on the season. Scott Dan, another guy you loved early on in the season. What's going on with this curse of Rob Langevin? Uh, I don't know. It's just a downward trend of guys that I like. But you know what? If you look at, you know, it's a bad thing for a United defender when everyone is bailing on Chris Smalling as well. I know the price tag sucks for everybody, but and he and he has a blank this week, but he's going. To, he went down as well, so that doesn't bode well for anybody on the United defense when the on one guy that you could probably own and get some kind of value out just is is dropping as well. Yep. Um, and then Tadic and Barkley both drop two of the most frustrating owns you could possibly have. If you're in extended leagues where you get all the stats involved, Tadic is a pretty good play because, A, you can wait till you know if he's starting or not to plug him in or not. And then Barkley, Rob, you brought up an interesting point when we were texting during that Villa game. 
Um, because I had Captain Barkley after having him benched and then before I was going to sell him. Uh, and you pointed out that it's a surprising low amount of their goals that he actually contributes towards. Uh, is that something people should worry about till the end of the year? Ooh, he always seems like he's in a lucky spot. He just either gets the ball in a deflection or a defender falls down and breaks his arm. I, I, I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't like Russ Barkley except for the double week. You know, I know they're going to have a double eventually. So in that case, I'd probably buy into him because you're getting two for one. But otherwise, I'd probably look elsewhere at similar price tags, you know, Willian or, you know, Arnautovich. And Zach? Yeah, definitely agree with Barkley. Um, that guy has brought me nothing but, like, sort of depression. Is um, he not the guy that scores every is, week you don't have him and doesn't yeah, every definitely. week you do have him? I, I, think, I think at some point this season he had two weeks in a row where he went into double figures. And after on the third week, so after, after he'd done well, I actually brought him in. Um, he, he, I think he was getting like maybe a clean sheet and then just like standard appearances, and then eventually I made him captain for whatever reason. And he, I think he was captain for like two weeks. Did absolutely nothing. I put him on the bench and he got fifteen. So <laughs> he's just the, he's just like a curse for me. I think it, the thing is with Barkley, I, do, I don't watch a whole lot of Everton. Being a Liverpool fan, that they, they're just like the annoying. The annoying team that I don't really care about until we play them, but um, like I think as far as I know, I don't think he like sort of plays right behind the striker. Like I think he, he Martinez sees him as like sort of a metronome, like he does do. I have seen uh, Barkley playing the flesh, and the crowd was getting a little bit frustrated with him because he plays a lot of short passes that don't seem to have too much sort of um, like directness, no no sort of plan alongside them. So. Yeah, Barkley's not like I don't think he's ever going to be that guy who gets you like seven or eight points every two weeks on FPL. Like he's just going to always be that frustrating guy who bags when you don't have him. Yeah, and uh, to your point about him being frustrating going forward, his opponent this week nobody because they have an off week. Then Arsenal, Manchester United, Watford, and Southampton. You know, just four of the top eight defenses in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Yeah, probably time to get out on him. I know uh, our dear friends over at FanFeud, and, and particularly Chief, are uh, really big on form over fixtures, but not those fixtures for me. <laughs> I, I think it's more of a balance than that, and I'm going to be honest, I, I don't really want any part of that going forward. Um, so for those listening, uh, wasn't Nick Trust meant to be on? Yes, but his internet keeps dropping during this, so apologies to all of those who came in, particularly to listen to him and all his... That- all the, all, all the Nick Groupies. All the Nick Groupies out there uh, over <laughs> our kind of insanity. Would you agree with that, Zach? Is he more the voice of reason on your show? I don't really know. Uh, Nick, Nick's got a bit of fume about him, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, especially uh, towards Martin Tyler and and so. Oh, right. Like, Does he have, do you have the Martin Tyler um, player of the week? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a player who's usually <laughs> shit but somehow does well in FPL that week for no reason. Like, Tom Cleverly got like eight points one week and we were just like, what? Yeah, I think How that was that Rob's happened? player of the week. And then I said Aaron Lennon. And then Aaron Lennon's only gone and scored like six goals this season now. Yeah, he's been doing for okay. no reason. <laughs> well, part of the reason I hated it is because I figured, you know, Dilafeu, another one of Rob's boys, was doing so well. He had one bad game. They played Lennon instead. And now Lennon's locked in as the starter. It's very strange, but yeah, we won't we won't make you talk about uh, we won't make you talk about Everton anymore. I'm sure you're tired of doing Ooh. that. Um, <laughs> for uh, people that are smart enough to know to not bring in Liverpool people this week, uh, who do you see being your most successful player till the end of the year? Um, I, I think it's very difficult to look past um, Roberto Firmino. Um, you know, he's been one of the most informed players in the Premier League since um, the turn of Christmas, uh, particularly in 2016 itself. Um, he's right up there in terms of goals and assists um, when you combine the two. I think he's up there with Aguero on like 15 or 16 combined, um, you know, involved in goals combined. So he's he's doing very well. Um just last week, he got me nine points, for example. Um, I think that was for a goal against Palace and a couple of bonus points. Um, he just seems to be coming up with, with all with all the um, all the right things at the moment. He's he's playing really well. Um, 
there's not really anyone else at Liverpool getting numbers week in, week out. Um, Coutinho's had some good weeks. Um, Benteke hasn't had a good week until you know this the Sunday just gone um, since like before Christmas. So he he wasn't really doing much. Um, Sturridge had one good game against Villa um, where he scored. So in terms of who if if you were to bring a Liverpool player in, not this week, but Obviously, going forward for the, for the rest of the season, and particularly for the double weeks that Liverpool will have, um, I think Firmino is definitely the one you should be looking at, and he's, he's quite reasonably reasonably priced. To be fair, at the moment he's eight point two, so it's not as if you know you're spending ten million on say Harry Kane or or thirteen million on Aguero. And you have to remember, Firmino does play up front sometimes as well, and he is classed as a midfielder on the game. So when he does score, he gets he gets more points than than um, a normal striker would. Are you not worried at all about that fact that he doesn't really have a solid place in the lineup that if Sturridge and Coutinho are both in, maybe he gets shoved out wide? Um, I think it's I think it's more a case of Coutinho being sho- um, shoved out wide. Um, Firmino's definitely 100% um, a central player. He's either a CF or a CAM. So um, if, if anyone's getting shoved out wide, it'll definitely uh, be Coutinho and it'd be sort of like a narrow, a narrow three behind the main striker. So let's say... If, I, in the Europa League game tomorrow night, I wanted to be Sturridge up front with Firmino behind, Coutinho left and Lallana on the right. But those two, Lallana and Coutinho, they're not going to supply width. Um, we don't really play with width at the moment, although I, would, I think Klopp would like us to. But those two are definitely, you know, prefer to be in central areas as well. So I, I don't think it's a case of that. I think everyone's quite fluid up there. And um, Firmino would definitely not be the one to, to play out wide, I don't think. Um and obviously, with Sturridge's injuries as well, um, and resting periods, which he, which he, we have we have been doing since he came back, uh, Firmino is going to get his chances up front as well as uh, central attacking mid. So, I think there's plenty of scope for Firmino to be in a central position in the team. Fair enough. And uh, Rob, you ever take a second? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Before finishing your thoughts, you could fit an ad in there. Wow! Look at look at that! Look at how professional and well done what, that was. Whatever they just said, go invest some money in it. Yeah, for sure. I honestly am not super sure who our sponsor is this month, but I'm pretty confident in saying they have the best products of all time or services. Oh, I, ha- I found out who the sponsor is. It's uh, Trojan Condoms. Let's present the boner of the week. Who is the boner of the week? <laughs> um. A, too small for me. Um, oh. <laughs> um, that's a very strange question, although we do know that you love to ask random questions. Do you have a random question for Zach this week? I can just come up with one. Okay. I mean, I could probably do, you know, we, should I recirculate one that I've already used? Oh, no, maybe? no, no. While you try to figure that out, I have a crazy question mm-hmm. for Zach. Uh, and I don't actually remember offhand and probably should have prepped that. It was the third third favorite ice cream. Oh, right. What was your third favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, well, my favorite is mint, so that's definitely Wait, mint it. chocolate uh, chip? Yeah, mint chocolate chip, okay. then right. strawberry. Oh, no. I'd probably say chocolate's my third. Dude, that's a strong three, though. That is a strong three. That's, you know, that, that, yeah, is, that is a That is a good three. Dude, what about, like, Dutch three. chocolate, though? It's a little creamier, has a little bit more more depth to it. Well, I didn't realize we were going into like you know secondary and tertiary flavors. I thought we were just going. For Dude, like, this is know, an FPL podcast. Ones. We have to dive deep into the underlying we statistics. Deep. We're deep, like the minds <laughs> of Minolta. 
<laughs> this is this is a deep conversation. I mean, I'd have to do some research on on ice cream flavors if you wanted me to come back with anything more complicated than strawberry and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Are you are you a fan of like a little chocolate syrup drizzle on top, or are you a purist? You don't want sprinkles. You don't want a drizzle. You don't want fruit all up in there. You just want just the ice cream itself. No, you you can throw what you like on it, and we'll have we'll have we'll have bits on it. We'll have syrup on it. We'll crushed peanuts, have, perhaps. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I like them on cornettos as well. You know, okay, you, you can't really go wrong there. I'm not too too keen on peanuts like on their own, but they go well with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, now that we've gotten all of that really important information out of the way, <laughs> Rob, should I keep Starling Marte for twenty seven? Or Justin mm-hmm. Upton for 17. Mm, you got any other options? I have tons of other options, but I need I to would, keep two outfielders, and I'm already keeping Polanco for six. Upton. Only because you're saving 10. Right? I'm just I'm just a little worried because, you know, ESPN way overvalues steals. Yep, they do. It's tough, Save though. It. But, but I feel like I could get Marte back for 25. Yeah, I feel like definitely. I, but, but I feel like Upton is probably around 23. So... It's tough. Yeah, I would I would save the ten bucks and invest it somewhere else, and then if you want to get Marte back for about the same price, go ahead. Yeah, uh, and then later question: uh, Pineda or um, not Henry Mejia? He's the super suspended one. Who's the actual Mets closer? Jurius Familia. Right. Uh, which one of those for a dollar? Uh, Familia. Interesting. Less less impact, fewer innings, so more worth it because he's going to get three <coughs> saves probably. At- Absolutely, because when you look at a closer, you don't just look and say, "Oh, they're only going to win me one category." You know, you can look, you can read all my stuff on bullpens at Rasball. They'll help your whip, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and you can even read all my bullpen and closer news at Rasball.com because I handle the bullpens over there. Uh, yeah, Familia is in the top five for me right now, only because yeah. the Mets starting pitching is legit as legit goes, and the statistics are there to say that when you have good starting pitching, you get more save chances. Yeah, and I picked him up uh, when Mejia went down, so I picked him up for a dollar. Yeah, and get to keep him at that, which is yeah. And Pineda's just a middle middling arm. I mean, he's never thrown over two hundred innings in a, in a season. You so, could get like one seventy Ks though. I yeah, mean, if but, if he made it through a season and didn't have a pine tar incident, I see your but point. I can, <laughs> but I can pick up a streamer every week and get one hundred and seventy Ks a year. That's true. Also, I real I know he struggled in his first spring outing, but I really like Nice for the Pirates. It's like a yeah, really like, cheap too. option. <laughs> And, and I actually, the track record that the Pirates have with reclamation pitchers is insane. I actually like Vogelsong better than Nisi. Interesting. Vogelsong probably going to be the fifth starter. It's going to be mm-hmm. between him and Locke. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. He'll be facing worse guys. So if you're in a wins league. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for those listening at home, Zach has just asked, wait, is this still the podcast? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> sometimes, you, sometimes. You can jump in. You yeah. can jump in with fantasy baseball questions. Yeah, what are, I have no idea. I thought you were just having a, a chit chat and we were waiting for something to, something else to happen. I mean, we were <laughs> loosely waiting for Nick to get back in, but here, no, just like here, a little we, baseball. We'll, we'll, we'll loop you in. Who would be the first overall pick in the in a cricket league? I don't like cricket. Okay, cricket what about shit. rugby? Rugby shit as well. Uh, what about handball? Here's my question. When you watch the Olympics... Does not do. every man think that they'd be amazing at handball? Yes. Ball, you watch it, you're like, I'd be so good at this. You just throw actually, it in the thing. I used, I used to love handball at school. We used to play it like literally once a year, but I used to absolutely love that game. Oh, it's so it fun. Amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. For those who are listening, we don't know what's happening. I've been half, half-assing this, trying to get Nick back on the call for like the last 20 minutes. We've finally given up <laughs> on that. Don't expect the... Uh, the uh, level to improve uh, because now I've been drinking over that period of time. So now that part of my mental faculty is gone. <laughs> We're just going to talk about random Olympic sports. Why do you think the Olympics have a U23 rule for soccer? When the NBA finally was allowed to put all the pros in, we started dominating every level of the sport. All the world teams get to play in the World Cup. All the European teams also have the Euros. Why can't you play your best players at the, at the Olympics? I actually um, completely agree with that point. Right? It's so because- weird. It seems like the only country that cares about the Olympics is Brazil. And Mexico, who won oh, last yeah, time. Yeah, 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 good shout. So weird. Also, come, Giovanni Dos Santos. How come equestrian events don't have an age limit? Because there was like a 60-year-old woman who was competing in it last time. Did she win? 
Yeah, so I needed a girl that did dressage for a while. Yeah, that was, dressage. That was a whole bunch of attending events that I had no idea what was happening. It was like you you did it? Did you? Did you do it? Yeah, you did it. Great job. He's like, actually I missed the third word I don't understand. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh I know, right? But it's fine. I was playing tennis at the time and she didn't really understand that, so uh, why does it go 15, 30, 40 uh, game? I, I'm not sure and haven't been able to describe it to anybody that's asked that question. And for that, I am truly sorry. Anyway, um, right. Podcasts, FPL. Right. Okay. So start, start sits. Start sits brought to you by only starts because very few people have the ability to sit people this week as you're trying to field 11 players with only five matches going on. Uh, for me, this week, uh, I'm really big uh, on the obvious guys, Kane, Vardy, Aguero. All of them have great matchups. But uh, Benicafobe, the reason I brought him in two weeks ago is he had two good matchups in a row. Now, Bournemouth scored a lot of goals last week. They scored three goals. How many is, is Afobe involved in? Roughly zero. Hopefully this week he can turn that around against the Swansea side, who have kept just two clean sheets in their last ten Afobe is not a high-volume shot guy, uh, but when he does shoot, they tend to go in. Hopefully, he can turn that around against Swansea, and I have no reservations about saying that because of my friendship with Gutoku Ellen, because Swansea now look like they're safe, so hopefully, we can see a couple goals from Afobe at the weekend. Rob, last week, you had Aguero captain. You, you shied away from the triple captain, which ended up maybe working out because of his missed penalty. If he scores that hat trick, gets all three bonus points, then... Like, why didn't I triple captain him? Is that something you're going to be willing to do this week against a team that's just as bad, if not worse, defensively in Norwich? Yes. Um, this week, you know what? I, I I probably won't, only because I'm a big pussy. Um, but, you know, I could see people doing it because they're looking at what he did last week and what he's, what he's going against this week. Um, listen, the top three on basically everybody's team is going to be Kane, Vardy, Aguero in that in that order because uh, it's middle of the alphabet, end of the alphabet, and then the beginning. Um, <laughs> I like mixing things up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Aguero sitting there going to Norwich. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I've I've said it for the last couple podcasts. You know, you have only a certain amount of double weeks that you can use chips in. Which oh, by the way, use. we'll know what those are tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, after tomorrow's game. Tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you only have three chips. And so far, there's going to be gotta be two double game weeks. There could be three, possibly, depending on how scheduling and all that stuff mixes up. But you have three chips to use into two double game weeks right now. So would you rather use an all-out attack where you get to use eight guys and one captain? Or would you rather use a triple captain in a week where nobody people nobody's really actually forming a whole team or they're using their wild card, which is really dumb if you use your wild card this week because just to just to form a team using your wild card, yeah, it's just dumb. Try to use what's there to actually form an eleven. Just get to eleven. That's the yeah. advice. This also, week. I saw a stat get earlier this week that only thirty percent of the top thousand teams have a full eleven players. Which means this week could be huge for improving your rank. So if you throw a triple captain in there, like yeah. you, you could jump massive amounts. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, it, it's definitely a time if you're willing to gamble and you want to catch up in like your mini leagues. Now is the time to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's change up the format. Instead of me just rambling for a long time, and then you rambling for a long time, and then Zach wondering what show he's on. Let's just do forwards. Who's your forward start of the week? Well, I guess you kind of just talked about it, I suppose. Yeah. I- I mean, if if there's no real differential for the forwards this week, I mean, and yeah, this you is can trust why them. you own Aguero again, like yeah, against Villa. Is, these are the matches you own him for. Yeah, if if you don't have Aguero, Kane, oh, excuse me, Vardy up top, then I don't I don't know what you're doing. I don't uh, need Vardy. I'm going to be honest. I I made the moves I needed to have the money there, and I didn't pull the trigger. I'm okay. just super not convinced right now. I will <laughs> see what he does during this match to buy in. And, yeah. you know, we talked about earlier in the year where you fall in the spectrum. I'm willing to see him have a good game again. Because it's been a few now. Since the breakout, <laughs> since I started orchestrating these moves to get him in. Mara's taking all the attention. Then it looked like, oh, maybe it will be a, a Vardy week if Mara's misses out. But, you know, Mara's is second highest in the league in creating clear-cut chances, which Vardy is on the majority of the receiving end of. Um, but now Mara's is fine. I don't know. I 
I think it's more likely that Vardy scores or not than not. And, but you know, I'm, I mean, twenty-seven. This is this is just a random factoid stat. Twenty-seven point four percent of the top one thousand teams has Kane, Vardy, and Aguero. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine with catching up by not using Vardy, trying a Fobe yeah. out, and then trying yeah. other options. I, I mean, if a, a Fobe is the fourth option this week, there is no like like after that. You don't, it's lo- like, you don't it's love like or Embokami, no. or no. Jordan AU, or, or whichever Oyan. Newcastle striker plays, yeah, which you'll Mitch, never know I mean, until it's, it's announced. It's like a recycling pile after after the top four, like three, and then a phobe. Yeah. Shane Long's hurt. Oh, this is interesting. Graziano Pella likely to get the start for Southampton. Still oh, kind of fumbling away clean sheets of late. Any interest there? No. Good. <laughs> All right. Zach, now that we've talked about every striker, other than whoever starts up from for Stoke, Who's your forward to start this week? Um, the, uh, at this exact moment, my forward line isn't actually sorted yet because I still have default front, um, and obviously hey. Sunderland aren't playing this weekend. Um, Aguero, Kane, and Vardy is probably going to be um, my front three, um, and then I've just got the two midfield slots uh, to fill in. Obviously, it's, it's as you say. Um, after those three, the options kind of start disappearing. Um, Aguero and Kane, both in great form. Kane's goal last weekend was absolutely awesome. So hopefully he's feeling really confident and and uh, can grab can grab me a goal or two. Uh, as you say as well, the triple captain could be an option this weekend with uh, City playing Norwich, who, you know, they're, they're kind of struggling. They're, they're probably going to go down. So, yeah, your forward yeah. line is going to be important. You need to get it right. Norwich and Villa combined have conceded 109 goals this year. Oh my god. <laughs> 55 for Villa, 54 for Norwich, 54 for Sunderland, 53 for Newcastle, and then Bournemouth is next with how many? 45. That's the drop off. That's why like this is this has become clearly the bottom four. Mm-hmm. Like Oh, it's Clearly, it's been clear for like a couple of weeks. Uh, it has, I hate to yeah. The news yeah, but Bournemouth and Swansea picking up. I mean, the only team that could be in it with a shout is if Palace just decide to keep pissing away results. Yeah, they could fall into there if they so desire. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they don't. Um, Scott Dan or Joel Ward even ownable at this point? No, unfortunately, right? no. Unfortunately, They're conceding no. so many goals, it's cutting into their actual points. Yeah, and it's not good. Yeah. Um, if- yeah. So so uh, so, you want to start? You want to start with Zach on the uh, on the midfielders? See yeah. what he says first. Yeah, not take away all of his options. Who, yeah. who, who are you? Who's your start of the week there for midfield, Zach? Um, at the mo- <laughs> it's kind of, I'm kind of unprepared for this because I'd I was going to wait just in case someone picks up a train injury or something. So mm-hmm. um, also there are only the five minute. matches. Also, nobody yeah. should be making their moves until the double game weeks are announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So okay, it's kind of good that I've held off, but I have still got two gaps um, in terms of plays that I'm playing. Uh, Coutinho and Firmino are still in my team. Um, they're obviously not playing. Um, I do have Ali and Mares um, already in there, um, and I was looking at Payet as well. Oh no, wait, Payet's not playing, is he? He's Sorry, not. that's my mistake. No, that's my mistake. Um, I actually can't remember who who I was looking at. I was I was concentrating so much on the forward Probably line singing. the other night. That I was I was struggling. Yeah, Sigerson was the other one. He scored ten points, was it last weekend? Yeah. yeah. So obviously he's he's one to look at definitely. Um, I've had to take obviously Arsenal out playing either because they absolutely demolished uh, Hull yesterday. So um, I've had to move Ursel down onto the bench. Um, he's obviously a kind of a, a big loss despite the fact he's not been in huge form um, of late. To be honest, I, I was kind of struggling for for another midfielder. Um, I was I was looking at Spurs and I was thinking maybe I don't know Chadley, but you know it, it, with their it's only so five games, the starts, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. And it, it, the game um, with, with there only be five there, games, so there it, are it is, it is five difficult. ownable. Ericsson's another one. Yeah, there are five ownable Tottenham players. You have the big three, which is Kane, Ali, and Alderweireld. Yeah. Then Ericsson and Dyer are ownable. If if you're aiming for those differentials, but Ericsson's price, you know, we when we were talking to John Wall and uh, Rob, that was what we were talking about. Is is Ali seventy five percent of Ericsson's fantasy potential? Yes, but he's also a lot cheaper. 
like it's two so and a half, much cheaper. two and a half dollars cheaper. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, I'm really relying on Silva over this really comfy stretch that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I'm probably going to downshift to Antonio and get a crap load of money back in the kitty and decide what to do. Um, just because uh, I'm I'm really frustrated with my defenders. Just every week. We talked about this last week and potentially the week before. That the Yeah, it is. So the last three weeks in a row, I have Courtois and um, Forster. And every week, Forster is conceded first. Mm-hmm. And I started Courtois and I was like, ha made the right call. And every week, Chelsea concede the dumbest of goals. Every time. I don't I don't know what to do. I, I know that it basically means that I'm clean sheeting, but uh, like clean sheet chasing. Yeah. But well, uh, it's that's what so you're supposed frustrating. To do. That's what you're supposed to do with goalies and defenders. That's where your points are made, you know? You don't rely on, on defenders and scoring goals every week. If they did it, it would this game would be no fun. Yeah, alright. So uh Rob, who you got in the midfield? You know, midfield is, is isn't as bad as the forward spot, but the the options there, you know, uh, roster ability wise are limited. I mean, at the top you have Arnautovic and you know Sigurdsson, Silva. After that, it becomes a big blah fest with you know, well not blah. I forgot Mares in there as well. Sorry, and Ali. Because I forgot Spurs was off. Um, but after that... Oh, and Ali uh, not able to play midweek because of yellow card accumulation. So we'll be fully rested for the first time in a while. Yeah. But after those five, um, it, it dramatically falls off a cliff. You get you got a lot of question mark guys. You got like Shakiri and AU. Um, but, you know, knowing me, I always like to go in a different direction that somebody's not really looking at. How about a Joshua King? Interesting. Yeah, scores at the weekend. Scored, scored and had a helper in the week over the weekend. Um, you know, from when he plays and gets full minutes, but he comes so sporadic. I mean, and Bournemouth is on an okay matchup against Swansea. So you know, I, I'd like the differential there. You know, he's he's four dot three. He's only owned in three percent of leagues right now, um, and that doesn't include dead teams. So you may be chasing a ghost there. So the differential is probably way in your favor. Um, if listen, if you have two, if you have an option right now, and most people own Pyatt and Oltel through the midfield, and they're going to have to make tough choices this week to get a full roster. You know, um, me myself, when we get into transfers later, I'll tell you what I decided to do. Um, listen, there's three op- there's three options you should do this week. It's either go from a midfielder to Silva, go from a midfielder to Sigurdsson, or go for a midfielder and just go completely buck wild and pick somebody out at random that you're going to have a huge roster differential. Yeah. Yep, no arguments here. Um, now I'm I'm in the the what's the opposite of the driver's seat? Um, the bus? I don't know. Bitch, bitch. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, mine was obviously going to be Sigurdsson. Called it last week. Brought him into my team. Got me ten points. Um, he found the net versus Norwich. Now gets to face Bournemouth and Villa, who average out to being the seventeen point six, the worst defense in the league, because that's an actual place. We'll call it eighteenth. Um, also, while we're talking about Swansea midfielders, I saw a couple people saying maybe now's the time to bring back Andre Au. No stat supports that. He's just not been the player he was early in the season, and not the player he was in France, and not the player he's been for. Oh man, I think Ghana. Ooh, that's a that's a limb I don't really want to walk too far out on, but I think that's correct. Um. But anyway, yeah, Andre has been tremendously disappointing. Do not bring him in this week. Uh, now moving on to defenders. Uh, the big clubs, Leicester, Tottenham, and City all have crazy favorable matchups. But let's face it, you're, you're going to play every eligible defender you have. Uh, and to that point, I'm not even going to bother going into sits. I think you mm-hmm. have to play your eligible players, sit your ineligible players, no. and take comfort in the fact that, like I said, 150,000 owners. Think about where your position is right now. And think about the fact that 150,000 owners are playing ineligible players this week and have brought them in this week. Mm-hmm. So considering the teams that already are going to have dead players, I already mentioned the stat about 30% of the top 1,000 not being able to field full 11s. Obviously, a lot of people are waiting until Thursday, so that could change very quickly. But mm-hmm. as of now, just chill. Play yeah. the defenders you have that are starting. The yeah. end. 
Get 11 players. That's all you need. 11 usable players. Don't worry about backups. Don't worry about nothing. Yeah. 11. Nah, don't use your, nah, nah, your nah, wild card. Wait till I get my money, right? Oh, wait. He says, don't worry about nothing in the verse. I <laughs> did the chorus like an asshole. Hey, Zach, you mentioned a lot of moves to your team. Are you going to have to wild card to get 11 this week? Um, No, I've been making not many changes of late so i've got two two free transfers saved up Ooh, and i'm nice. looking at making a my i'm obviously gonna have to take a minus four because i'm still missing three players so yeah i'm looking at minus four or just leaving a guy blank yeah interesting and, rob what would you advise you know. there uh i'd take the minus yeah we, we both took minuses last week so we can't really judge yeah i was gonna I knew, take I, a minus yeah. I knew I was going to have to take a minus one of the two weeks, either last week or this week, only just to set myself up without, you know, using my wild card. So, you know, I took a minus last week. Yeah. Oh, snap. I forgot to brag about this early on in the show because we were dealing with the is Nick going to make the call or not thing. Um, Quickly hitting on our teams this week. uh, I will go last so that I don't sound like a tremendous bragging asshole. Rob, how did you fare this week? Uh, I did all right. I ended up at 76 uh, which isn't awful. I mean, I don't. I don't with the minus four to get down yeah. to seventy six. Yeah, yeah. I had I got finished at eighty and had a minus four to get to seventy six. Uh, you know, I tried to gamble with a Bournemouth defender not named Charlie Daniels, and of course Charlie Daniels scores and it hits me right in the pooper. Um, you know, everybody else did well except for Arnautovic and Otsel and Vardy. So I mean, that's. But other than that, I did well. Fabianski got me a clean. Fuchs, Al- Toby Alderweireld got me a clean. Uh, and then Adam Smith got me a two. Remember when we both said it was it was worth starting only two Tottenham players? <laughs> and, then, yep. and then I got to admit to this, because Zach, you mentioned your Aguero thing earlier in the year. My article earlier in the year, I said to sit Aguero that week that he scored five. But then I still had him in my team <laughs> that I felt like such an asshole. Um, same <laughs> thing this week. I told everybody, start just two. If you have three, pick your two favorites and start just two Spurs players. I, of course, start all three, get six from Kane, five from Ollie, seven from Alderweireld. Uh Hate being a hypocrite, but it's what happened. Sorry to interrupt you, Rob. Yeah, that's all right. And then across the midfield, I had Anadovic get two, Payet 13, Otsel two, Mares 11. And then up top, I had Captain Deguero, he got 22, Vardy got two, King got six. So I ended up at 80 total, minus the 476. So I'll take it. I moved up like 140,000 places, so I'll take it. Yep, fair enough, Zach. Um, yeah, I beat him by one point. <laughs> I got Wait, seventy-seven. It's because you so didn't like, take a minus four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you have um, to do it this week, so it all balances yeah, out. Yeah, so someone's gonna beat him by one point. Um, yeah, it, it was pretty solid week. Um, Butland was in goal for five. Um, I think I could have had Schmeichel in, um, and he would have done better for with Leicester. He got. Let me just add that. Up. Uh, six, six? Eight. he got nine. Oh wow! So yeah, he would have got an extra four points, which would have been good. Um, Aldo Irel seven, obviously he scored. Um, Williams um, got three bonus points, he scored nine. Um, Firmino got nine, he scored and got two bonus. Uh, Coutinho and Ozil let me down a bit; they only got three points between them. It's a bit annoying, really, because if Coutinho hadn't played, Ali would have come off a bench, Ooh. so that would have been an That's extra rough. four points. Oh, as well. what is it with you and your bench, man? I don't know, it's just tell me about it, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ma- Mara's got 11, obviously he scored um, that nice goal. Vardy let me down, he got two. Uh, Aguero's captain for 22, and Defoe scored eight. So Wee. it was uh, it's a pretty good So Defoe really the week. difference between you and Rob, getting that eight yeah. from your other striker. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so I got 88, ended on 84 with my minus four that I took. Uh, Forster and Eric Peters, the only players that didn't get me five plus points. Uh, Aguero, Kane, Sigurdsson, Ali, Payet, Mares, Alderweireld, and Huth all got five plus. Aguero obviously captained at 22, Payet 13, Mares 11, Silva 9, Ali 5, Huth 6, Alderweireld 7, and Siggy 10. Uh, it was a good week. <laughs> it was, and I mentioned these guys off air. Uh, three of my four best weeks this year have been when we've been involved in the in the AI Fantasy Football Show. The first week I went on was my best week. Um, then the one when we had Nick on our show, which isn't this week. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the other week was my third best of the year. And then this is my, my second best of the year. So 
Uh, things, you guys are a really good luck charm for me. We win the 65 million challenge. I get all my best weeks when you guys are on. Uh, we may need to look to more integration in next season to make sure that I can really vault myself up the table. Rob, you mentioned about um, really jumping in the ranks. I mentioned I had gotten 33 and 34 points the last two weeks. Uh, get more than that this week and made up all the ground that I had lost. Uh, just under 600,000. Uh, so hopefully that will continue to boost. Um, I will again cite the reason that's as low as it is is because I was brought in as a quote-unquote draft expert by John Wallen's uh, Taga company. And then I've still been kind of finding my footing. But I think it's gone it's gone fairly well. And I've definitely enjoyed it and podcasting about it. And having the likes of Rob as a dear friend and co-host. And having the likes of Zach on, man. This sounds like an outro. It's not at all. We still have a while to go. But it's nice <laughs> having you on, man. It's good to be here, man. I'm, I'm, it's, it's an enjoyable time. Right? Sometimes I worry that we stick to the script too much. Yeah, we're, we hate scripts. Scripts suck. <laughs> I, you I know, agree. just we're too professional. I really think is where we land on that spectrum. We really need to cut loose sometimes. Um, but, you know, as is, I guess it's fine. All right. Yeah. Um, so heading into our teams for this week, Zach, you, you sounded like you were kind of meandering around those probably three transfers. If you had to say right now, which three players are you dropping and which three players are you bringing in? Um, if I had to say right this second, um, without seeing the fixtures for tomorrow and without any training injuries or anything of such bad luck, um, it's looking like Defoe out, uh, Harry Kane in, um, Coutinho out, um, Sigurdsson in, who was my second choice behind Silver, and then Firmino out and uh, King in from Bournemouth um, off the back of Rob's, um, what's the word? Recommendation? Recommendation, yeah. <laughs> Reference, yeah. That's it. And, and uh, offhand, that sounds like the money means you're probably going to end up with more money in the bank. Yeah, I think um, my balance, if ever I was put, the, I think I have three million balance or something left after that. Because Coutinho should be in the eights, right? Uh, Coutinho yeah. and Firmino are both low eights. <laughs> yeah, um, so dropping down to Sigurdsson, Firmino's which is low seven. And yeah, Coutinho is bang on eight. It's just um, obviously default to Kane is, is quite a big hike. It's five is that million. Four? So. That's five? It's five. Yeah, Holy so actually it might, it might not be as... Uh, if Sigurdsson's low sevens and King is low is low fours, or is he high fours? Four three. But, All right, so you're making up four there and you one there. In fact, I think it's just the same balance. I think it's just the same. I think Ooh. I would have... You know, it's, yeah, just, because, it's just neutralized. Yeah, Kane is neutralizing it because he's over ten. Yeah, yeah, he's an expensive mofo. Yes. But I love that he's finally worth it again. Also, I mentioned on the EPL roundtable this week, I had somebody tell me that Kane's not that good because all he does is score tap-ins. And I'm honestly struggling to remember a tap-in that he's had since our first match against Bournemouth this season, which is when he had his hat trick. It's funny you should say that. He scored that awesome curler. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, first of all, we talk about our bad luck all the time. How about a person before this weekend saying that Kane only scores tap-ins? Than having to watch that goal. Although I did mention this, if checks in goal, do you think his longer arms reach that ball? Like it was an incredible strike, but Ospina was never getting there. It went in off the post, so it's it not did. as if it was like it had. It was right where it needed to be to go in. Like yeah. I don't think it was saveable, to be honest. Um, you saw checks. Checks arms didn't make a difference against Firmino Anfield. Like that was that's right true. in the top corner, and he just he got his fingertips to it, and that's all he could do. I don't think. Even his frame would have saved that. I think yeah. it was just and Lamela was running up the middle, which is why all Spurs fans were like, "Pass it!" Uh, <laughs> but obviously distracted the keeper. Uh, I don't know if "distracted" is the right word, but you have to respect that positioning, which pulls you in a little bit more, which allows for that angle to be open. Although Kane scoring from that angle was a little rude and gave us all a mini heart attack while that was in the air. Uh, Rob, any moves you have to make this week? Yeah, I have to make one move still. Um, I need, a, I need somebody through the midfield. My forwards are, are set with Aguero, Vardy, and Kane. Through the midfield, I have Arnautovic, Ali, Mares, And then I, I own Otsul and Payet. So I'm going to ship out Otsul and go to Sigurdsson, uh, bank the money for, I gain almost $3 million there. Mm. Two, point, two point whatever it is. Any big uh, players you're eyeing, eyeing to bring in, or is it just a loan? And then you're going to hop back on Otsul once he's back? Uh, you know what? There's, there's not in my mini, you know, in the league that I'm trying, I'm playing in. There's not much 
differential. Every team above me owns Ozil. Um, so I think I'm going to piece it together. Uh, Arsenal's fixtures, they're not awesome, the next coming ones. I mean, Everton, Watford, you know, West Ham, they're not awful, but they're not great. You know, and his return hasn't been awesome. But, you know, I'll probably – if Ozil's the guy, one of the guys, it all comes down to when his double week is going to be. Uh, and then that's when you buy back in. So, I mean, that's probably when I'll reinvest in Arsenal players such as Bellerin and, and Ozil. Yep, absolutely fair there. Um, for me, I am I, I have a free transfer, and I'm two players away from being able to use my bench boost and having a full 15 players that are starting this week. But I think I'm just going to keep the free transfer. Um, will depend a little bit on what happens with the double game week news that we'll hear tomorrow or today as you're listening to this. Um, but I think I'm going to hold on to it. Honestly, I'm comfy with my 11. Uh, Forster, Cedric, Huth, Alderweireld, Ali, Mara, Sigurdsson, Silva, Afobe, Aguero, Kane is my 11 at the moment. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I really am. Um, so I think I'm going to bank, uh, bank my free transfer and then kind of see what happens there schedule-wise before making a move next week. Or I might hold on to it, you know? Maybe hold on to two until we get the first double game week. Is, mm-hmm. is 34 the first potential double game week, or could we get one sooner? You know, I read. I was reading somewhere today that last year there were there was two double game weeks. That yeah, were, like twenty. Could, it was twenty. It was twenty-eight, thirty-one, thirty-three, and thirty-six yeah. last last year. Um, when originally it was only supposed to be week thirty-three and thirty-six, so they added them original. Like they figured out the schedule sooner than we ha- already have because we're not going to go back in time and replay week twenty-eight again. <laughs> right. Um, so. You know, whenever the schedule comes out, it, it there could be some shocking ones in there, depending on you know um, United's involvement in things, uh, West oh, Ham's involvement. By the way, in uh, I figured out why that was, and this may be super late news for the people listening to the pod. But yeah, they drew each other. It, it's because United and West Ham play each other. Yeah, and it, so somebody it, has oh, to win yeah. to avoid yeah. that matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. I already figured <laughs> a week it out. late. <laughs> thanks. Whoops! I only texted you middle of the day. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I know. That's I need right. answers. Well, I, I need answers. Googled it unless you asked. <laughs> I almost called. I almost called. I almost called Zach in freaking England. I'm like Zach, give me the answer. Yeah, Zach, <laughs> what is the answer? Hmm. Six. Nice. I thought you were gonna go forty-two. I thought. Oh I thought. no, no, it's not no. that high. God, you weren't gonna Don't go you know anything. You weren't gonna go Hitchhiker's Guide at all. Nope. Not going there. Thing. Mm. By Zach, the way, drink, Martin, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, Zach, what are you drinking right now? Yeah, I'm not drinking anything right now. I'm going Ooh. to bed in about half an hour. You better Ooh. go to your ice box. I haven't got anything in. I, I I've sworn off alcohol since this weekend. I got wrapped around a fence at six a.m. So you know it was a bit weird. Ooh. Hey, I heard what? about. <laughs> tell us if this is true. <laughs> in the states, we heard a story about a bunch of. Uh, Nair do wells who are filling footballs with cement and putting them outside pubs so that drunk people would try to kick them and break their feet. Well, I've never heard of that, but that sounds really mean. That's something That's I'd just... do as well. Like, I'd kick it and break every bone in my foot. Okay, but it sounds plausible. Oh, it sounds plausible. That is something like some horrible chav would do in England, yeah. Yeah. Any good footballer knows it, it's all about second touch. The first touch isn't that important when you're Well, up. you're fracturing your foot, so let's hope it's about the second <laughs> touch. <laughs> well, you um, should you should always tap the ball to, to to set up yourself, so you would know if there's rocks. Oh, so you, you're saying you wouldn't really follow through on that first touch? No, I would just like roll the ball over, like you know, just roll it over, try to do a little. The only know. person that would survive that is Hyungman's son, who physically doesn't have a first touch. Yeah, that's true. It's very unique. He he starts with the second touch, <laughs> um, which is pretty impressive in terms and of our, how numbers work. <laughs> and Arnautovic would just break the ball in half. <laughs> he would. Um, oh wait, who is it that uh, broke a player's leg on a free kick? John Arisa against Alan Smith. Yeah. FA Cup yeah, 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 yeah. He'd it also break absolutely the ball. awesome. <laughs> I always say that you never celebrate injuries, but the fact that a human can do that is one of those like step back and wonder. Mm-hmm. How can the broke human his leg in like three that? places? Bro. I need to work out so much more. <laughs> it's one of those as well. Also, how annoying is it in your mini leagues when you're like, "Oh, everybody's going to be screwed this week," and the guy you're facing has no blanks. Mm. I'm in that situation. The guy I'm facing has no blanks. That sucks. It's so rude. Yes. Oh. 
At this point in the season, you expect to be going up against people that gave up on their team like a month ago. But actually, this is worth talking about on a fantasy podcast. The level of involvement this late in the season, it feels much higher than it has in years past. Yeah, it does a little bit, yeah. Like usually around like match week 25 or 26 is when you start just picking up ranks just because people are dropping. But it's, I don't know. Do you think it's because they changed the rule in January for free transfers? Like people had to wait to see when they're going to use their wild card. So it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, really? let's, get all, let's get all three 3.7 million people on the line. Hold on. Okay, yeah, we'll wait for them to join. We couldn't even get Nick to join the call. <laughs> now we're going to try to get all 3,696,656 users to join. 57. It's 57 now. Somebody just joined. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, hold on. I'm going to refresh. Let's see. Also, my puppy dog is growling at something in the distance. No, it's still at 656, you liar. Hey, your pants are as though they were on fire. Wait, how many soul plays are you seeing? I'm, I'm sure my thing is different. 3,696,656. Yeah, 3,56. Oh, yeah. It, that's just gone up by like eight since I last refreshed. What who's are you joining, doing? Who's joining this game? This <laughs> you, are, you are. You are. That's a really good question, actually. Who gets the match week 30, <laughs> which we all have talked about, is a really tough match week, and they're like, Now's yeah. gonna start. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Can't you join in now, and it'll backdate all your roster and give you points for all thirty weeks? Wait, no, will it? It, it, used to, it used to do that. I'm sure they fixed that. All right, but I will try it later tonight and tweet out if it worked. Because <laughs> I haven't been able to own Arsenal players all season because of my stupid freaking Spurs league. Also, I had somebody recently ask me if you should pay attention to rivalries in fantasy. The answer is no. Just the league admin would literally ban me if I had an Arsenal player. And I'm not willing to do that. But next season, two leagues for sure. Yeah. One or two teams so that I can have Arsenal players because it's absolutely absurd that I wasn't able to have Otsal all season. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is this week, I know we usually end with our last topic is captain's choice, but is anybody it's captaining? <laughs> is somebody captaining anybody other than Aguero? I mean, people might do Kane as a kind of counterplay. Against the same Villa time. Villa, Villa time. <laughs> it's Villa time. We're going down. <laughs> I, I, I'd, lay, I'd lay money down that more people triple Captain Aguero than Captain somebody else than, a, than Aguero. Wait, combined? You're taking Aguero versus the field no. or Aguero versus any individual? Yeah, I'm saying that more people triple Captain Aguero this week than Captain anybody else besides Aguero. I don't think people are, are thinking that they're going to triple Captain Aguero this week. I think people are looking at this as the down week. 13, oh, 13, this 13, is really thirteen yeah. percent of triple captains did it, uh, captain triple captain Aguero last week. Fair enough. Okay, Zach, this is a really important question. How are you going to pay us for all the beers that we won uh, by whooping your candy behind? Because I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Because I'm thirsty. Shit, I actually forgot about this. What was the agreement? I forgot. Um, two <laughs> six packs, but then you said you only have four packs, so two no. four packs. No, it's two yeah, Mini we, we Coopers. You have to buy us two Mini Coopers. I don't even want a Mini Cooper, man. <laughs> I don't live in New York right now. Dude, shut, I don't need dude, the shut up. Ability. It's worth more than beer. Shut up. How I'm about, dude, now. why not Aston Martins? I almost said Aston Villa again. Why? Not? I'd buy Aston Villa. Sure, why not? I want two Bugattis. I drive around. Oh, the new one? Have you yeah. seen the new one? That isn't the... Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. But yeah, how are we going to do that? It sounded like last time what we were going to do... Was that uh, Nick was going to have to front the money through your PayPal to pay me, and then I'd pay Rob. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, well it's going to have to be a chain, isn't it? So Nick's PayPal to my PayPal, my PayPal to your PayPal. In which case, PayPal we, own, we earn like 30% just because we're in the States, and our economy is worse than yours at the moment. Oh, Although, yeah, we have, that's we have, equalizing a lot, which is time, really yeah. frustrating. Or we could just hammer something out when we come over to, you know, jolly old England. You know, you can just meet us that's at a true. pub. Hey, Zach, you're, you're a guest on both this and the EPL Roundtable. Um, yeah. I'm definitely coming up for uh, last season of White Hart Lane slash Champions League football. Do you think it would be easier for me to make pit stops with most people or to have one big weekend in London? Hmm. And just invite everybody yeah. down. It'd be easier for you to invite people to one place, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I just think it'd be coming. cool to like, cool. visit the country, but I must, is there not that much difference? <laughs> Um, well, it depends. Did you actually want to travel around England? Well, I was thinking about it. 
No, you, you should if, if that's something that you can like afford to do and you've got the time to do it, then you should do it. Yeah, like Manchester and Liverpool, like they're two places I'd 100% visit, as well as London, obviously, which will be which will be there anyway. But um, yeah, those three cities for sure. Mm. Well, I'd have to stop and see Dan Watts, who's in the Midlands. Um, oh, so you can go to Birmingham as well. Yeah. But I don't really like Birmingham. True or false? Newcastle is the best party city in England. Apparently, very true. But right? I've, I've heard that from so many people, discredit. and yet I don't know anybody <laughs> that actively lives there. Well, my I, my favorite place to go out in is Liverpool. Like I'm mm. from Manchester, and it's a pretty good city to go out in. But Liverpool is absolutely awesome. But people say Newcastle is like next level. Yeah, is it in general or just clubbing? Because I'm too old for clubbing these days, man. Hmm, I'd probably say clubbing. Like there's a program over here that that like Jordy made Newcastle, Shaw? yeah, Jordan Shaw, that made it really. Famous. I know Zach. Come on. I didn't even know <laughs> that'd be a thing in America. To be honest, <laughs> it's not. I'm, I just need to get a life and realize what country I live in, which I struggle with <laughs> at times. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. Um. Right. Everybody's Captain Aguero. Zach's not drinking anything. Rob, I'm assuming you're drinking Pabst. Yeah. Oh no, it's actually Rolling Rock. Way. It's made in Pittsburgh, right? No. Well, Trobe. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's where. Uh, I almost said spring training, baseball in the brain. That's where uh, off-season camp takes place for the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got to go to training camp one year, and that's when I realized that I'm taller than the average NFL player, but about half as wide. Yeah, that's definitely the truth. And it doesn't matter if it's muscle or fat. I'm literally half as wide as all NFL players, (laughs) which is insane. (laughs) All right, uh, Zach, you say you don't really care about rugby or cricket. Favorite second sport? Uh, tennis. Oh, mm, we already used our F word. I love tennis a whole bunch. Favorite player? It's Andy Murray. Um, he's gonna say Andy yeah. Murray. No, he's Scottish right now because he lost the Australian Open. Yeah, he's yeah. lost. He's Scottish because he lost. <laughs> I 100% always support Andy Murray, but my favorite player is definitely Rafa Nadal. My favorite is Gael Monfils. I love that he's just insane and he's a physical freak. He just flies around and does whatever the hell he wants. That's how I, I was. I just love how Nadal's got one big arm and the other arm's just like my arm. tiny. Also, uh, <laughs> Nadal has roughly two extra rotations per ball than the next tennis player right now in the pro ranks. He hits it with That's so much topspin. It's insane. Um, which is why he's so successful on clay, because clay kills spin. But he hits it so hard that he's the only one that really has active spin. Uh, when and he's thanks for checking into the FPL roundtable. <laughs> I've been Smokey. You can find me at Smokey underscore Loogie on Twitter. Uh, you can find my writings on soccer.rasball.com. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt these chaps. No, you're not. Tennis is god awful. <laughs> um, Dude, let's talk about the Maria Sharapova suspension. Everybody that's trying to ride the high horse and say that she was cheating for years needs to realize that the WADA Act, the new one, was passed in January. She only had a month before the Australian Open. It's all a whole bunch of nonsense. She did drugs. She has a team of advisors and doctors on her staff currently. She actually has four. It's the whole Russian Olympic Committee. They've had six players suspended for this exact same melodium. Six players since this announcement. It's fine. It wasn't illegal. Now it is. Nobody knew it changed. Whatever. It's a non-story. But they give people so much notice. It's not like they say, hey, guess what? This is going illegal tomorrow. There's so much notice involved in that stuff that they already know. She could have taken like 90 days off of this drug. To make to make whatever drug test. to make her whatever stronger. But she didn't have ninety days or whatever. From because it came active January one. Yeah, and then the Australian say, Open was. I'm saying that she would have known that this drug would have gone. Yes, interesting. Fair enough. Um, you can find me on Twitter at zachforster underscore ai, and also your YouTube thing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, gaming YouTube channel, uh, mostly Call of Duty Black Ops 3, but some FIFA 16 and Rocket League soon to come. Just got my capture card so I can actually do some proper recording in good quality. Um, the YouTube channel is Exertion Plays, um, that's my game tag followed by Plays, and um, you can find the link to that in my Twitter bio. Yep, and he also shows up on the EPL Roundtable, of which I am host, that goes up Mondays and Fridays, the FPL Roundtable, which is this. Um, also, I'm at KevRuff on Twitter. You can find my writings at TheEaglesBeak.com and PlayTaga.com. I'm honestly not sure what I'm going to write in my preview for this weekend. I might not even write an article. I mean, it's just so it's just such a weird week because I do it by price point, and I'd be so limited by which players are actually selectable. I don't know. Maybe don't check those out this week. Maybe check those out next week when I actually know how I'm going to deal 
uh, with double game weeks and such. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Zach won't because we haven't beaten them in any competitions by then. But Rob and I will be back <laughs> next week talking to all things about fantasy. Probably a little more about baseball. Spring training has progressed. And no more tennis. And maybe more tennis. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you next Thursday. Peace. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.